You're listening to A1R Psychic Radio, Earth's number one psychic radio network, and watching Moonstruck TV and Lightning Television. Welcome. Time for Amanda Hall Psychic with Amanda Hall. Live from amandahallpsychic.com.au. Connect direct. In North America, dial 888-454-2751. In London, 203519-2158. In Sydney, dial 02-8488-3147. Or online, contact us through our Facebook page. Facebook.com slash psychic radio. Or one of our websites. Askoneradio.com or moonstruck.tv. This is a Amanda Hall site on A1R, the Ask One Radio Network. Welcome to A1R Psychic Radio here on Moonstruck TV with Amanda Hall Psychic all the way from the Gold Coast here in Australia. I hope wherever you are in the world of ours that you're having a great week and that the weather's kind to you and things like that. We're nearing the end of summer here and it's sort of been a, a pretty hot and stormy, humid summer here on the Gold Coast. Not that I'm complaining, I like the warm weather, but this year I think it's been just that little bit too hot even for me so that's a rarity so i hope wherever you are you're enjoying the sunshine you're enjoying the weather whether it be snow or whether it be sunshine or rain or whatever because the world is a magnificent place and we all are meant to enjoy it we're not meant to sort of complain all the time about the weather and this and the weather and that you know just enjoy embrace whatever the weather is bringing to you so this week the simply tarot card of the week has got absolutely nothing to do with weather it's called the hermit now it's one of these ambiguous sort of cards where a lot of people look at this card and automatically think, oh, that means my life is destined to be by myself. That is not the case. Yes, the, the hermit does denote loneliness, unattached, but more importantly, it usually means soul-searching time is needed or time alone. Yes, there'll be plenty of people in the world that feel lonely and there'll be plenty of people in the world that are unattached, whether it's by choice or whether it's that's the situation that they're in at the moment. It doesn't mean you're going to be on your own forever. I want to be very clear. When this card comes out, it does not mean that you're necessarily going to be by yourself for the rest of your life. Quite often I find it means that we need to spend a little bit of time with ourselves and many of us skip the time of trying to soul search or sort through answers or situations in our lives that we've been through and try and understand what the lessons were and why we needed to experience what we've just been through or we're currently going through. So this is the card when it comes out in a reading and you're going through something that's pretty major, pretty heavy, it's saying take a step back, take a deep breath, start to sort of do a little bit of soul searching spend some time by yourself and just let the answers flow in and out like the ebb and the tide and it's a very very powerful card in that way it's a very important card because if we actually honor that time on our own we might be very pleasantly surprised with the amount of ounces that we actually get that you know by just stilling our mind that we actually do get answers so it's a very very powerful card it's one of the major arcana cards and for those that might be new to the show that's a deck called the simply tarot deck that um, was launched worldwide back in 2005 by myself and an australian publishing company called hinkler books and what we did was we recreated the most popular deck in the world of the Rider Waite deck and we used real life people and real photographs and you know real scenery here to the gold coast and, you know, we brought the cards to life. We brought them to life in the 21st century. The only card that we didn't have a real live 
person or animal in was the lion was on the strength card. We didn't have it. Nobody had a lion in their backyard that I could borrow, a, you know, come and take a photo of. So that was the only reason we didn't use a real lion. So moving on to the astrology section of the show, each week I try and feature what's actually happening in the universe as we go to air. And it's not necessarily do I focus on one sign or another. I'll give an overview of what the planets are doing, dancing around the zodiac at the moment. And it's called transits in in astrological terms but for lay people it's just you know we're going to have a little glimpse of the universe and see what's happening in your part of the universe so i want to start the astrology section with happy birthday to all the pisces it's a lovely time of the year pisces being the 12th sign of the zodiac it's the final sign before we move into the astrological new year next month so it's a time where i think that everybody no matter what your star sign is can do a little bit of reflection just making sure that you're on course that you're on track for you want to be i know we're only into the second month of the year but it's a good time to have a little bit of a check to see whether or not things are going the way that you want them to if not let's make some minor adjustments so we have mercury conjunct or holding hands the sun and the sun is conjunct or holding hands with saturn now they're all in pisces now this is going to affect pisces cancer scorpio and the opposite sign of virgo it will water itself down as it goes through the other signs, it won't be quite as powerful. But for those four signs, it will be its most powerful. So Mercury is the planet of communication. So Mercury is asking us to be very, very clear in the way that we communicate. Now, the Pisces energy can be a little bit dreamy, can be a little bit Peter Pan, you know, sort of not really wanting to grow up, not really wanting to see things for the actual truth of what they are, sort of, you know, exaggerating comes to mind i mean when i look at pisces and they go to tell a story they're the greatest storytellers out of the 12 signs of the zodiac and sometimes they embellish the story just a little bit to make it sound better or more interesting or to captivate our attention so they need to be very careful here at the moment that if they're dealing with something legal or official or something that's really important in their lives that they stick to the facts it's it's great to tell the story that goes with it but if you're asked a direct question keep it as much as you can to sticking to the facts these are the points this is what the message is i've got to get across then if there's time then you can go back and sort of give the backstory or the other little tidbits that you want to do with that so mercury is actually conjunct or holding hands the sun so we've already established the sun is in Pisces. So we've already said happy birthday to all the Pisceans. So it's a time for them to shine. So it's a time on a communication level, make sure that you dot all your I's and cross all your T's. It gives you an opportunity to shine or sort of really stand out from the crowd to really get your message across at the moment in a way that maybe at other times of the year wouldn't be so powerful. So it's a very, very powerful time for any Piscean at the moment. And the added advantage you've got is that you've got Saturn, the planet of discipline, the planet that's like the taskmaster that gives you the stickability, that gives us the determination, the drive, that stabilizes everything is also holding hands with these other two planets. So you've got Mercury, so we've got communication is very clear, very strong, make sure you stick to the facts. Your, your thinking is very clear. Make sure that your, you know, people are taking notice of what you've got to say, and they are. They're spellbound at the moment because the energy's in Pisces. And then to follow up with all that, 
we've got the stickability, the determination, the clarity, the, the drive coming from Saturn. So it's a really, really good time for Pisces if you're dealing with anything official or anything legal or government or whatever. It's really interesting because your point is getting across in a very clear, concise, determined, logical, practical sort of manner, which is not always associated with Pisces is this logical, practical angle. It's, it's coming across as, yes, you do know what you're talking about. You've been clear, you've been concise, and that's what's needed under the circumstances. So that's good. So I hope that sort of helps anybody that's in that situation, but particularly those four signs that I mentioned at the beginning of this. Now we're moving on to the next part of the chart, which is Mars is the planet of action. Mars is the planet that gets us out of bed. It's our ego, it's our drive, it's our determination. It's what makes us get out of bed and sort of have some energy. But it also sometimes can make us very combative. It can make us a little bit argumentative. It can make us sort of being a little bit one-eyed that we only want to see things our way. Sometimes we don't want to put ourselves or won't put ourselves in the other person's position and take a moment to see how they may be feeling. Now, Mars is also conjunct or holding hands Venus. Both of these planets are sitting in Aquarius at the moment. So Mars sitting in Aquarius is asking us to approach things in a very, very different way. While he's holding hands, and yes, he's holding hands with Venus, the planet of love and affection. And yes, this will affect the air signs, which is Aquarius, Gemini, and Libra, and the opposite sign of Leo. The rest of them, it'll wash out a little bit more. So anybody that's under those first four signs that I spoke about, that's really aiming to get a new relationship in their life or looking at revamping their relationship or just looking at connections that we have with loving members of our, our family or our family of and friends and our circle of people that are important to us. And sometimes our friends are more important to us or equally as important to us as our love interest. So with Mars here conjunct Venus, it's saying to you, be kind to the people that are in your life, whether they're your family, your friends, or some just even the neighbor somebody that you can have a loving connection with. And I don't mean being in love with, I mean having a nice cordial relationship with that you're pleasant and polite to each other is a loving relationship, in my opinion. So we need to be careful of how we approach these sort of situations because some people will approach this in a positive sort of way and be upbeat and try and be helpful and other people will try and be deceitful and, and destroy what they think that the other person shouldn't have. So for those, no matter what your star sign, that are seeking new love in their life, that are wanting to sort of hopefully get into a new relationship, it's time to step out of your comfort zone. Do something different. Go to places you've never been to. This is what the Aquarian energy is asking you to do, is asking you to break the monotony. Don't do the same things that you've always done, expecting the same, a different result. You've got to step out of your comfort zone, do something different, join a new club, you know, take a trip, do something that's out of your comfort zone that pushes you a little bit, then that way you're widening your circle and your potential of meeting somebody that you could maybe form a relationship with because you've dared to step out of your comfort zone a little bit. It doesn't mean that you've got to completely change who you are. It's just asking you to shake things up a little bit, put a bit of sparkle in things. You know, if you always go bowling every Wednesday night, go on Friday instead, you know, do go a different night, do something different. And you may very well be surprised that the person that you attract as a new love interest will be very different from anybody you've attracted in the past. And that's not necessarily a bad thing because the people in the past obviously aren't in your life now, so they didn't work out. So maybe it is time to freshen things up and step out of our comfort zone and do something different. 
really, really, really important there. We have Chiron, which is not actually a planet, and neither is the North Node that I'm going to talk about now. Now, Chiron is what where astrologers look in a chart for where we're wounded or where we need to heal. And quite often this has been brought in by a past life. Now, if you're a firm believer in past lives as I am, we've all been here before, we'll all probably come back again. We come here with a number of lessons that we need to learn and things that we need to work through. And that's why sometimes things seem to be out of our control. You know, we go to do something and something sort of changes our mind at the last minute. And we think, but that's not in my character to do that. Well, this is quite often when karma steps in or the lessons that we need to learn step in. And that's why we change our mind at the last minute and go a different direction. So Chiron's the, the, the wounded healer. So this is where we need to heal in our chart. Now, at the moment, Chiron is conjunct or holding hands, the North Node. Now, the North Node is part of where we look again for karmic areas of the chart, what we're aspiring to, what we're hoping to achieve this time on Earth. We've brought in the lessons and the wisdom from our past incarnations that we know where we're coming from. This is where we're aspiring to go or what we're hoping to achieve. Now, at the moment, Chiron is conjunct, holding hands, the North Node sitting in Aries. Now, this is going to affect Aries, Leo, Sagittarius, and the opposite sign of Libra. These are the signs it's going to affect the most. For the other remaining eight signs, it will just sort of slowly, gently wash away. It'll be a lot less intense. So Chiron here, holding hands or conjunct the North Node, is trying to show us the way forward on an emotional front. It's sort of saying to us, we need to be a little bit self-centered. We need to be a little bit selfish here because the Aries energy is me first. I'm going to show you the way. Let me guide you. Let me show you. So it's sort of saying to you that the emotions can say, let me guide you. Let me show you. Let me show you the way forward. The things that we're aspiring to, what we're hoping to achieve over the next few months, the next 12 months, it's sort of a, a short-term thing. It's not a long-term, this is what your life's plan is. It's a very short-term thing, but by getting in touch with your emotions, and this applies to every one of the 12 signs, by getting in touch with your emotions and seeing where you feel a little bit battered and bruised or you feel a little bit hurt or was there a disagreement or an argument with somebody that you regret and wish you could sort of patch things up, well, maybe now might be the time to gently reach out, you know, reach out in social media and say, hey, how's your day going? Or send them a text message or pick up a phone, do something, you know, send a message of some kind, even if it's a handwritten message. I mean, you know, I believe that handwritten message is probably the most powerful next to a personal phone call. But, you know, we all have our own ways of doing things. So this is the time to sort of reach out to that somebody and maybe try and mend a fence or two. You know, and if you feel that that's been holding you back or distressing you or upsetting you, then it's time to sort it out. Now, this can flow on to family members. You know, sometimes we get ourselves in situations that life moves very fast and it moves very quickly and something happens and we just never go back and revisit it. Yet there's times then when that comes back into our mind and we feel this loss. We feel this, gee, I wish I still had my friend named so-and-so in my life. Life would be easier. I wish I could have a conversation with them. Well, now's the time to make that happen. And that's part of the reason of what I think Chiron is trying to do is help us heal every single one of the 12 star signs, help us heal and sort of reach for a much, much better future over the next few months, over the next 12 months. So we're going to talk to Sandra now in Daytona Beach, Florida. Are you there, Sandra? Sounds lovely where you are. 
Yes, hello. Hello, Sandra. How are you? Can, do you have a question good, I can answer you for you? Yes. What's your question, sweetie? Um, what is the like short future is coming in a way? <laughs> okay. All right. I can start to look at that for you. There certainly is endings, changes, and transformations coming up around you at the moment, Sandra. It's sort of like they're showing me like a plethora of opportunities here. It's sort of like I don't know which one to say is the right one for you because there's so much that's going to be on offer between now and June. It's sort of like I think you've just got to follow what feels right at the time. If something comes along and it doesn't quite feel right, then quickly cross that off the list and then wait for the next opportunity to sort of come in. Are you looking for new work, Sandra? For a new work? Are you looking for a new job? Are you looking for more work? Yes, I was thinking for yeah. that, yes. Mm -hmm. Because I'm seeing a new job opportunity coming up in the next month. And to me, it's sort of something that I feel that you've been waiting a long time to achieve. It's like, yes, you could take other jobs, but this one really fits. It's like, wow, this is what I've been waiting for. I've been waiting for this opportunity to really put all my skills to good use. So when the job does come, I think there'll be three interviews. I don't think it's going to be, you know, one interview and you've landed the job. It's a process to go through. I don't want you to be deep disappointed about that i want you to accept the process and go with it and just treat each interview as if it's this is brand new it's fresh you know i'm going to give it my best shot and that way i feel that you'll come across as being versatile clever competent and you're the right person for the job so with this new job will that mean that you'll be looking for somewhere else to live too sandra yes mm -hmm. Yeah, because I can see a move not long after the job as well. It's like everything is sort of moving together. You know, the job comes, the move comes, but then comes a much wider circle of new friends and the whole of your life is starting to open up. And I feel really excited about this, Sandra. It's like you've been walking down a long, dark tunnel for a long time now and finally we can start to see the light. You know, we can finally start to see your life's going to open up for you. Have you been working on yourself in other areas like, you know, improving your health and improving your attitude and things, have you? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to say to you, keep going with that. Whatever you've been doing, it's working. It's like everything now is sort of all coming together in the right way. It's like, you know, sometimes we don't see where our hard work is taking us. It's only when we look back, we think, oh yeah, that worked. And, you know, I got to here and I got to there. Well, I want you to keep going because you are a really wonderful person. And, you know, you've had a lot of things in your life that haven't gone according to plan. And it's not that you've done the wrong thing. It's just part of your individual journey. And I don't want you to regret that. So anyway, Sandra, that's where we're going to leave it. I wish you well with your new future. We've got Marissa in Marissa in Cloquet in Minnesota in USA, and I apologise if I've got that wrong, Marissa. No, nope, that's okay. It is Cloquet. Okay. Do you have a question I can answer for you, sweetie? Yeah, I have had a lot of um, people pass in my life, and I was just wondering if there are any spirits or anything that are around me that are have any kind of any messages or anything to say I've just like I said I've had a lot of a lot of loss yeah it's it, 
I'm really sorry for all your loss, Marissa. It's it, it's always hard when you've had a lot of loss because I, we always think, I think, as human beings, that we've got unfinished business with the people that have passed. You know, I never got the chance to tell them this or I never got the chance to share that or we never finished that conversation. And, you know, I understand that and I understand that's a very human thing. But what you've got to understand is when people go through to the other side, they don't necessarily take that sort of human, oh, I didn't finish that conversation with Marissa with them. They sort of look at things in a slightly different way. They look at things as in, first of all, they're in shock, they're there. They don't, you know, weren't planning on going through to the other side just yet. And then when they sort of start to come to terms with that, they have to deal with all their own emotions like we do here on earth. We've lost one person. But for them, they've collectively lost all of us. So they have to process that. They have to work through that before they can sort of start to come through and maybe make connection with us. And not everybody, I want to be very clear, has the ability to come through from the other side and make connection with us. It's not that they don't want to. It's a matter of maybe they're not evolved enough to be able to do that yet. I really can never find an answer for this, that one size fits all. It's sort of there's no rhyme or reason to it. And in all the years I've been in this sort of work, it's not because somebody believes in the afterlife. Does it make it easier for them to come through and make connection with us? I've had people come through that were devoutly did not believe in the afterlife and have come through a lot quicker than people that had a real belief in it. So there's no real general pattern there. What I can say to you is, yes, I appreciate that there's been a lot of loss in your life and you just want to know that everybody's okay. That I can guarantee you, they are okay. I've never had anyone come through and tell me they're not okay on the other side. I've had them come through and say, well, it was a bit too soon. I was planning on doing this, that and the other. But, you know, they're usually minus all their ailments. If they had any illnesses or sicknesses or pain here on earth, that's all taken away from them. They, you know, they get to experience a pain-free existence on the other side. And yes, they do get to see everything that we're doing, minus the private things. They don't go into the bathroom when we're taking a shower or going to the bathroom. They're, they're blocked out of those sort of things or when we're dressing of a day. But other things, the other day-to-day -day things that we do in our lives, you know, we go to the market and buy some groceries or we go to work or we take the kids to their sport or whatever. They're with us with all those sort of things. And they, you know, they genuinely enjoy tagging along, you know, seeing what the family's up to. So there's nobody that's coming forward with a particular message as such, Marissa. They, I've just got a lot of people over there smiling and it's like almost like I could feel a big room full of people, you know, they're all smiling and clapping and cheering. So whatever you've been doing in your life, they certainly are very much approving of that. So that's a good thing. Good. Have you had any strong dreams of anybody that's passed over? Well, my dad passed um, 17 years ago, and I had one yeah. like 12 years ago. And I guess I've just I've just been kind of uh, he's been kind of prevalent like lately. I've been mm -hmm. like seeing you know wanting to get his clothes and listening to his songs, and it's just he's just been really prevalent lately. And so I just kind of was kind of hoping for kind of something along those lines, maybe that yeah, but maybe. You know, you've got to understand, too, that sometimes they get a little bit nervous, too, about coming through in such a public forum because, you know, what they want to say to you is so private that they don't want the rest of the world to hear it. So just go along yeah. with what's been happening because he's making a, his presence known for a reason. And it may just be as simple as he wants you to know he's there. You know, sometimes they get really yeah. excited when they can sort of 
get a message through to us or get our attention, they get really excited like a child and they want to keep practicing it and practicing it and practicing it to sort of to prove to themselves that, yes, I did do it. You know what I mean? They haven't got anything particular yeah. to say. They're just trying to say to you, look, wow, look what I did. Aren't you proud of me? <laughs> and, you know, and it took me a long time to understand that when my, my husband died many years ago that I kept on thinking every time I felt his presence around, he was trying to give me some powerful message. And many years later, I worked out all he was trying to do was he was excited that he could get through. He didn't have anything in particular <laughs> to say. And I kept on waiting for this profound statement or him to help me with the kids or give me some guidance of what I should do next. And he didn't do anything. He was just excited. <laughs> and once I realised that and, and, and went with it, it was sort of like then he was there more often because he didn't have to prove to himself or prove to me he could come through. He just wandered in and out when he felt like it and then started to do things that he knew that I would know only he would know. You know, he knew I had a, a fetish for I don't like pictures being crooked. So he'd come in and make them, you know, put them off centre of a night while I was asleep or he'd turn the television <laughs> on in the middle of the night. Just That was his sense of humour, you know what I mean? Or... Mm -hmm. put a particular song in my head and I think oh for heaven's sake you know I hate that song and he'd put that in my <laughs> head as a you know, sort of as a way to sort of he knew I knew he knew that and they're the sort of things that you're looking for and I think your dad's sort of trying to do the same thing he's just letting you know he's there he knows that you're there he knows that you miss him and he hasn't gone anywhere you know he's just not here in the physical form but he sees everything that's going on in your life the only one thing that he showed me was he gave me a beautiful big bunch of roses to give to you so that's his way of showing his love so if he had anything mm. of great importance that was earth shattering I think he would have whispered it in my ear so he hasn't he's just given me this beautiful huge bunch of roses for you so he Aww. really loves you and he misses you and he just wants you to be happy so are you making some changes in your life at the moment because he keeps showing me the symbol of change as if there's changes yeah, there and he fine. sees what's going on and he's just saying to me he's giving me a big red tick so everything that you're doing as far as the changes he's concerned is right so he had a lovely energy about him I'm sure he had a lovely energy when he was here on Earth. Very calming. Yes, very. Yeah, because he's got this really calming sort of energy and he just keeps pushing these flowers in my face. He says, you haven't given them to her yet. I keep trying to say to him, I have. <laughs> you know, but I think he just wants, that's the main thing he wants you to know is he loves you and he's there and he sees everything that's going on and he couldn't be prouder of you. So that's a good thing. I mean, I know there's other people there around him too. There was a couple of females um, that were sort of standing behind him. I, I didn't quite work out who they were and the, the order of things, but they seemed to be just behind him. So whether that's his mum or his sister or an auntie or something, there but is, they know that there's there two, two females there. Hmm? Yeah, that, yeah, it's my, both of my grandmas are right there and I had them both their names down. I also lost um, my fiance and my kid's dad as well. So I've, I've gone through just like, like I said, a lot of loss. And so like when you yeah, were saying, Yeah, they you were know. the three main ones. They were the three main ones. Like your dad was first and these two other ladies were just either side of him, not holding him up, just there, you know. And then there was yeah. a congregation of people behind that, but they were the three main ones. But dad was doing all the talking and the... I think, I think the grandmothers were sort of pushing him to push those flowers forward, you know, like 
It was the biggest bunch of flowers I've ever seen. Anyway, sweetie, that's where we're <laughs> going to leave it because we've come to the end of the show. It's always interesting when people sort of try and, you know, connect with people from the other side. You know, as I've said many times on this show, they're, they're not gone. They're just not able to sit down and have a cup of coffee with us in, in the flesh. So always look at it in that sort of way. So this week I want to leave you with a song that, I don't know whether it's a, a good song or a bad song. I mean, there's plenty of people out there would say, oh, gee, it's one of my favourite songs. I just, It's one of those songs that's been going around in my head all week. So I thought, well, that's the song we're going to share with the show this week. And it's called When Will I See You Again by The Three Degrees. And I suppose it probably is appropriate because there is many people out there wanting to reconnect with past loves. And, and that's been a theme over the last you know, month or so that people have contacted me wanting to know whether their previous relationships are going to resurrect themselves. And, you know, for some people that may be possible, but for many people, it's time to just sort of move on and take new opportunities to sort of understand what you're looking for. And particularly when we've got Mars conjunct Venus this week in Aquarius, it's time to step out of your comfort zone a little bit, isn't it? Take up something new, take up roller derby or something that you've always thought you might like to do. You'd meet some interesting people there, I'm sure. That was just the first thing that sprung into my mind. So until next week, when will I see you again? We'll see you in seven days. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.